Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Maryland is trying to help out tenants facing big rent increases. I'm Stetson Miller. A Minnesota congresswoman recently attacked in her D.C. apartment has now been getting vulgar threats. We'll talk about the case with CBS's Scott McFarland. It's 7 o'clock. Several dead in a Mississippi mass shooting. I heard the gunshot from inside my house. Court appearance for five Memphis officers charged in Tyree Nichols' death. A plea of not guilty. American troops injured in a Syria raid. The troops and the working dog are in stable condition. This is the CBS World News Roundup Late Edition. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. Deadly shooting rampage in the small Mississippi town of Arcabuta. Ethan Cash was in the area. I look out the window and I see, you know, dude walking back here with a, with a shotgun. WREG-TV reporter Jordan James and what police say unfolded. A person went to a local store in Arkabutla and shot and killed a man, then proceeded to a home along Ben Road where one was shot and killed. But the violence did not stop there. The suspect is also linked to the deaths of two people at a home. Eventually, the suspect was captured following a brief pursuit. Moments later, deputies also discovered two more people who were killed. So in total, six people died. No word on a motive. Five former Memphis police officers facing second-degree murder and other charges in the death of Tyree Nichols appear in court. The officers are black as well as Nichols. CBS's Bradley Blackburn. An attorney for one of the officers charged previewed his defense. This is a country where black people are incarcerated at five times the rate of white people. A country where black people are 7.5 times more likely to be wrongfully convicted of murder than white people. The five officers involved in Nichols' death are all out on bond and are due back in court in May. Bradley Blackburn, CBS News. Nichols' mother, Rovon Wells, says none of the officers looked her in the eye. They're going to see me at every court date, mm-hmm. everyone, exactly. and um, until we get justice for my son. A leader of the ISIS terrorist network in Syria, Hamza al-Hamzi, is dead, but some American troops have been injured in the U.S. Kurdish mission in northeast Syria. Either a suicide vest or booby trap went off. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby. An explosion during the raid also uh, resulted in four U.S. troops and one of the working dogs uh, suffering some uh, some injuries. The military has finished recovering Chinese balloon debris off the South Carolina coast, but White House says it's possible the remnants of three other objects the president ordered shot down will never be found. One of the objects landed in icy northern Alaska, another in the wilderness of the Yukon, and the third in the waters of Lake Huron. Pretty tough conditions, going to be di- very difficult to find them, let alone once you find that debris, be able to do the forensics to identify it. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby was asked if the president regretted ordering the takedowns of what the intelligence community now believes were benign objects. Absolutely not. Kirby notes it was the military's recommendation to act. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, the White House. On Wall Street, the Dow closed up 130 points. NASDAQ fell 69. Now this. 703 here on WTOP, Friday evening, February 17th, 2023, Georgetown at 40. We could be down to the 20s in the suburbs. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis for the top local stories we're following this hour. 
breaking news on WTOP. The jury in the case of a former Pentagon police officer charged with two murders in Tacoma Park could not reach a verdict. A mistrial has been declared tonight as we hear from WTOP's Kyle Cooper. The state pledges to retry this case. That's Lauren DeMarco, spokesperson for the Montgomery County State's Attorney's Office, who says the jury in the case of former officer David Dixon had a lot to consider. The legal instructions were the among the most complicated that this courthouse has ever seen. Dixon shot and killed Dominique Williams and James Johnson as they fled a parking lot in April of 2021 where Dixon lived. He was off duty. The two were suspected of breaking into cars. David Haynes is an attorney for the Johnson family. While the family is disappointed that you know we're going to have to go through another trial. Uh, the family continues to hold the memory of Jane Johnson very close to their heart. No word yet on when the new trial might begin. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. Read more tonight at WTOP.com. 704. Some Arlington County parents are worried about drugs and security in their kids' schools. And now they've sent a letter to school board members and Virginia's governor demanding change. In a story you are hearing first here on WTOP, some other county schools are also tightening up security. Bathrooms are a hotbed for drug use and security procedures are inadequate. That's among the complaints from Wakefield's high parent, John Bartram, after a student's apparent overdose and a trespasser on campus triggered lockdowns in the same week. According to, to uh, my kids and their friends, there's there's been a lot of drug overdoses in the school. In response, the school system is increasing the supply of Narcan in schools. Bartram is also calling for an independent review of how the school responded to the trespassing incident. If there's a standard protocol, it may not have been followed. Schools like Washington Liberty High are also adjusting security procedures. Starting Tuesday, kids there won't be allowed in hallways during the first and last 10 minutes of class. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. WTOP has contacted the Arlington County School System and Virginia's governor for comment. Kids who come home in tears talking about having to play dead after an active shooter drill in class. A parent who says her third grader brought butter knives to school to defend himself against a possible shooter. Maryland lawmakers are proposing a bill to change the way active shooter drills are done. Melissa Villegas, mother of three, told Maryland state lawmakers about how her seven-year-old daughter came home one day upset after an active shooter drill. Villegas quoted her daughter telling her, We have to make the room dark, but it didn't get dark enough, and we could still see each other. So I know we would die. Accounts like that, coupled with questions about how effective the drills really are, prompted lawmakers, including Delegate Jared Solomon of Montgomery County, to propose a bill that would require schools to give advance notice of the drills. It's critical because sometimes these drills do more harm than good, and we know we're facing a mental health crisis among our young people. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. It's been an intense few years for the Loudoun County School Board. Now we're learning the chair, Ian Sorotkin, is not running for re-election when his term ends this year. Sorotkin was elected in 2019 and now says he wants to be with his family more. He says he and other board members would get death threats every time the Loudoun County School Board would be talked about in the national news with regard, for example, to how race was taught in the school system or which books are carried in the school libraries or other hot-button issues. All nine school board seats are up for re-election or up for election this year. The skyrocketing costs to rent a house or apartment have gotten the attention of Maryland lawmakers. Now they've got a plan to give renters a little more time when they learn a price hike is coming. Some Marylanders have faced shocking rent increases recently, says Delegate Melissa Wells. I saw some people in Baltimore whose rents went up by like $1,000 a month. That's why she introduced a bill in the Maryland General Assembly that would require landlords in the state to give 120 days notice when they want to raise their rents more than 4%. She says the bill would give people more time to find a new 
more affordable home. This would also help individuals basically be able to make a decision not from a point of crisis. Right now, only in Montgomery County, Tacoma Park and Baltimore City are landlords required to provide notice of raising rents. Stetson Miller, WTOP News. Still ahead here on WTOP, your full weekend forecast. It certainly feels like we're back into February, or it soon will. Then we'll check in with Scott McFarland with CBS News about some of the latest congressional news, including Angie Craig, Democratic Congresswoman from Minnesota, a little more than a week ago. She was attacked in her apartment building and then has now been getting some death threats and other angry and vile messages at her office. That was after an appearance on Fox News. It involved uh, Democrats and their efforts to time. So we'll get into all that coming up in just minutes right here at 708. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Here's Bob Imler in the traffic center. On 270 northbound, traffic is heavy and slow getting past the crash. Still very slow uh, moving up past Route 109 and toward Urbana. It was uh, several vehicles, including a tractor-trailer involved, and getting by single file under police direction at times. And on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, a couple of crashes. One northbound after 450 on both shoulders, still getting a lot of attention and getting by under direction at times. Things are generally good to go, though, as you travel uh, northbound. Uh, beyond Powder Mill Road once you get past the crash there. But it's very slow from Greenbelt getting to Powder Mill. I believe it's now on the shoulder on the BW Parkway northbound to Powder Mill. So you got two crashes there. 95 is without delay, and we're in great shape on 50 getting out to the Bay Bridge. Rhode Island uh, is now open around North Capitol. The crash there has completely cleared. And in Virginia on 66, there are no delays to report either way. 95 South only briefly still getting over the Yonkaquan. On Bristol Road at the railroad tracks uh, in Bristol, a lot of uh, traffic where people are stopped and have been stopped for quite some time. There's a train that has stopped on the tracks there, and people are not able to get by. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. Storm Team 4, four-day forecast as we go to Amelia Drake. Guys continuing to clear out on this cold Friday night. Overnight lows in the 20s and still breezy out there, but the wind's not as strong as they were earlier today. For tomorrow, plenty of sunshine, but it's a cold start with feels like temperatures in the teens and low 20s and a high near 50 with a bit of a breeze throughout the day. A mix of clouds and sunshine out there on Sunday and warmer with Highs near 60. For President's Day, breezy to windy conditions with highs around 60 and the chance for a shower. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Tonight in Rockville, we're at 35, Ashburn 37, District Heights 39. We're going down to the lower 20s in the suburbs, upper 20s near the district. It's going to feel all the more cold because of winds that are kicking up tonight as well and have been for several hours. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20%. On long fence decks, pavers, and fences, go to longfence.com today. Schedule your free in-home estimate. Now 710. Minnesota Democratic Congresswoman Angie Craig has gotten a deluge of politically violent and vulgar messages following her attack in her Northeast D.C. apartment building a week ago Thursday. Her office say the messages started coming in after a Fox News segment criticizing Democrats for their policing policies. The Minnesota lawmaker was assaulted in the elevator of her apartment building, and the suspect, a repeat offender, has been arrested on a simple assault charge. Craig has called for a crackdown on repeat offenders since she was attacked. We talked more about all of this with CBS News Congressional Correspondent Scott McFarland. The closer you look at this assault case against Congresswoman Angie Craig of Minnesota, the more striking the case becomes. Um, the 27-year-old D.C. man who's charged in this case, K. 
Kendred Hamlin faces a federal felony at 10 years in prison for assaulting a member of Congress. But it's his backstory that's potentially more striking. First of all, about the current case. In court today, the court has decided to keep him held in pretrial detention through mid-March when the case continues. Really, if you look at his backstory, you can see what the concern is from prosecutors and why they want him held. He has a series of previous crimes in the District of Columbia, all of whom have gone through D.C. Superior Court. He's pleaded guilty to assaulting police, to indecent exposure, to unlawfully entering a different woman's home and taking items there. And 25 bench warrants have been issued over the past few years for his arrest. In this case, he's accused of trapping the congresswoman in an elevator of her Capitol Hill apartment complex, punching her in the face, grabbing her by the shoulders. She had to throw hot coffee on him and run to escape. He was demanding to get inside her apartment. Congresswoman Craig says something different's got to be done here because there is a recidivism in this case and the courts and the justice system just haven't been handling it properly. Let's turn to Senator John Fetterman, the new Democratic senator from Pennsylvania, who has checked himself in to Walter Reed for treatment of clinical depression. I happen to notice in the Daily Beast, another senator, Tina Smith of Minnesota, has written that she has battled depression. She sought help and has bounced back. And she really sees what Fetterman has done as a sign of strength and also good leadership. A lot of strong statements of support for Senator Fetterman from his congressional colleagues who say a public announcement about this does an awful lot to reduce the stigma for a medical condition for which treatment is available and which might otherwise go untreated if the stigma remains. So this public announcement does serve a purpose beyond Senator Fetterman, and I think a lot of his colleagues have celebrated that. That being said, his colleagues are deeply concerned, as are many of us who have family members or friends or acquaintances who dealt with depression. It is a serious medical condition that needs attention. He's getting it inpatient at Walter Reed National Military Medical Center. There's no end date to that. There's no projected release date, time which treatment may end inpatient or otherwise. So Senator Fetterman will likely be off the job as he continues to undergo treatment at Walter Reed. All that being said, there is this sequence of events, multiple recoveries the senator is undergoing right now. You recall he suffered a stroke while campaigning for the office in May 2022. He was hospitalized here in Washington last week for lightheadedness, now with depression. Two numbers jump out at me, though, Dimitri. National Institutes of Health says more than 20 million Americans experienced an episode of depression in 20, at least 20 million. And one in three patients recovering from stroke experiences or reports depression. This is a very large number of Americans. Senator Fetterman has acknowledged joining. CBS News Congressional Correspondent Scott McFarland on Skype. We've got more breaking news out of the sports world, specifically our NFL team here in Washington finding its offensive coordinator. Frank has more next. Life doesn't stop when the economy is uncertain. The market might not care you have a wedding to plan or a kid to put through school. And inflation doesn't know you've got a family to feed. But Bank of America does, and is here to help. With digital tools to help you save and local experts in the DMV, you can keep life moving forward the way you need it to. Bank of America, what would you like the power to do? Learn more at bofa.com slash Washington, D.C. Bank of America N.A., member FDIC, equal credit opportunity lender. As I reflect on my 35-year Rocky Gorge Animal Hospital and how lucky I've been to get to know you and to have helped care for your pets, I wanted to say thank you. I and many others at Rocky Gorge are indebted to you for your trust, loyalty, and for allowing us to take care of your most precious assets. To Rocky Gorge, you've become our family. and We want you to know that we treat every pet, every day, as if they're our own. Thank you for trusting Rocky Gorge Animal Hospital with your pet's care for over 70 years. 
Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. It's 7.15 as we go to Frank Hanrahan. Well, the commanders apparently have found their man and their new assistant head coach, offensive coordinator, as the reports are rolling in hot and heavy that Eric Bieniemy is going to be hired officially uh, as soon as tomorrow as the new offensive coordinator for the commanders who have got some work to do. 500 season, but their offense was really not that great. Ranked 24th in scoring, 27th in yards per pay, play last season. The enemy comes over from the Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs, where he was the OC since 2018. Was looking for a head coaching job. But the offer apparently from the commanders, uh, too good to pass up as he is the new assistant head coach, offensive coordinator of the commanders, according to several outlets. And that could be official uh, tomorrow. Tiger Woods, he's trying to make the cut. This is invitational. First time in seven months that Woods is playing a PGA Tour event. The cut line right now is at even, and Woods shot a 74 after an opening round 69, so he is at plus one. So right now, he would miss the cut at the Genesis Invitational. The leader is Keith Mitchell, one-shot lead. He is at uh, nine under. In fact, Max Homa now is uh, in a uh, tie with Keith Mitchell for first at the Genesis Invitational. NBA All-Star Weekend taking place uh, this weekend in Utah. And a guy who helped elevate the NBA literally, Michael Jordan turns 60 today. Former wizard, Michael Jordan turns 60. Again, Eric Bieniemy going to be the new offensive coordinator of the Washington Commanders. So say many outlets. I'm Frank Hanrahan, WTOB Sports. 717 and those in charge in Ohio are once again telling residents who live near the train derailment site in East Palestine that the air and water are safe. Many residents are not so sure. The company said it will stay here for as long as it takes to ensure your safety and to help East Palestine recover. It's been cutting $1,000 inconvenience checks for residents. Is $1,000 enough? Probably not. Michael and Cassidy Bayless and their 18-month-old son, Aaron, were among the hundreds of residents lining up to collect their money. We walked in our house and everything literally started burning. How worried are you about your kids? Um, yeah. If I, if I had the money to move away, I would. CBS News correspondent Roxana Saberi preparing that report and talking about Norfolk Southern, whose problems are apparently growing. Just yesterday, another one of the company's trains derailed outside of Detroit. Authorities say one of the train cars was carrying a toxic chemical. That train car did not flip over. There were no leaks or spills. Top stories we're following for you this hour. Six people are shot dead today in a small town in rural Mississippi near the Tennessee state line. A suspect is in custody. And it's a mistrial tonight in the case of former Pentagon police officer David Dixon. A judge declared a mistrial in the double murder case as the jury was not able to come to a decision. Now the Montgomery County State's attorney says he will retry that case. The former Pentagon police officer is accused of shooting and killing two men who were in a car driving away from him in his apartment parking lot. A former top executive to President Biden has agreed to an interview with the House Oversight Committee over the classified documents found at the president's home and former office. Stay with us here on WTOP for more. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks with Bob Imler in the traffic center. In Maryland, eastbound 50, slow from Baydale Drive out to the Bay Bridge. High winds allowing only two lanes open for eastbound traffic. 270 northbound is jammed from Clarksburg. The crash remains involving a truck. After 109 and before Route 80, very long delays getting past that single file should be to the left. 
And Baltimore-Washington Parkway had a couple of crashes. Northbound after 450, both shoulders for the crash, but the one at Powder Mill or just before Powder Mill, now out of the roadway and on the right shoulder. And traffic on the Beltway, that is uh, clearing out for the most part, both in Maryland and Virginia. On 95 in Virginia, it continues to run pretty well for the most part. A brief slowdown from Route 1 over the Occoquan, 66 is without delay. Bristow Road, that has stopped both ways in Bristow at the railroad crossing and has been for some time because of a train that has stopped at that crossing. Well, thanks to players like you, the Maryland Lottery's first 50 years have been golden. They're celebrating the new with the new gold multiplier scratch-offs with over $41 million in total cash prizes. Please play responsibly. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. Strong Team 4 is Amelia Drake. Low temperatures tonight in the 20s, so a cold winter night out there with breezy winds. A bit of a breeze tomorrow, but the wind's not as strong as they were today, and we'll have plenty of sunshine with highs near 50. More clouds on Sunday and warmer temperatures. We warm to near 60 degrees, about 10 degrees above average. For Monday, breezy to windy conditions with highs around 60 and the chance for a spotty shower. But most, if not all, of the day is looking high. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Hi, it's Phil at 40, Fredericksburg 37 and foggy bottom 40 degrees, going all the way down to the lower 20s in the suburbs. And we have strong winds tonight to make it feel cold as well. We're brought to you by Len the Plumber, trusted same-day service seven days a week. Coming up here on WTOP, how one part of our area is scaling back its COVID programs as cases across the country continue to fall. 721, stay with us. Dr. Trudy Fleer here with the 5G Home Recovery Podcast. Let's talk about mobile users getting priority over T-Mobile home internet users, shall we? You don't know them. Why should they take your internet? I get it. We're raised to share, but always coming in second, paying to be taken advantage of? No, thank you. With Xfinity, there's only one priority, and that is Y-O-U. So come on, people. Say yes to Xfinity. Learn more at Xfinity.com slash Now through March 21st, new customers can get 400 megabits per second internet. It's all just $30 a month with a two-year rate guarantee and no annual contract when you add Xfinity Mobile at regular rates. Go to Xfinity.com slash Call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Equipment taxes and fees extra. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. After promo, regular internet rates apply. Actual speeds vary. 722. I'm Melanie Funkhauser, president of Fair Oaks Motors. New car prices are up, but at Fair Oaks, used car prices are down. Save thousands on a huge selection of late model, low mileage, certified pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Choose from over 20 different brands. Warranties up to 100,000 miles. And prices start under $12,000. Check out our entire inventory online at fairoaksmotors.com. Fair Oaks Chrysler Jeep Dodge and Ram. Lower prices, higher standards every day. Your projects begin here. The Capital Remodel and Garden Show, February 24th through 26th at the Dulles Expo Center. Three days only for great deals, new ideas, and practical advice with trusted local experts. See Vern Yip, nationally acclaimed interior designer and star of HDTV and TLC. Plus, find outdoor inspiration with top local landscapers throughout the show. From kitchens and baths to flooring and more, don't miss the Capital Remodel and Garden Show at the Dulles Expo Center. Buy tickets early and save at CapitalRemodelAndGarden.com. 
This is WTOP News. 723, as COVID cases continue to fall around the country, D.C. Health is scaling back some of its programs started during the pandemic. Health leaders say starting Tuesday, the COVID Test Yourself D.C. kiosk program will be suspended. The rapid test given out at libraries and senior centers also suspended. The federal government is making similar changes with the falling number of COVID cases and availability of testing and vaccines at doctor's offices and pharmacies. Would you let your kid bike a few miles to school? What about if she was in a group? The concept of a bike bus isn't new, but one mom in Arlington says it's helping her children find confidence and community. Jillian Burgess says she loves to pick a theme and a playlist each week when she and other parents travel with about two dozen kids to Escuela Key Elementary in Boston. But there can be some challenges. My son and his friends all play trombone, and so there have definitely been some days where there's been like five trombones in our cargo bike. (laughs) She's seen kids daunted by a hill or unsteady near other bikes grow throughout the year, participating in the bike bus. When you give kids the age-appropriate independence, they become more confident. They become less anxious. They realize that they actually have the power to deal with problems that come up and move forward. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. Seven teens ranging from 14 to 17 are charged with stealing cars in Montgomery County. It happened around 7.30 Wednesday morning. County police say detectives spotted a red Hyundai Sonata speeding along Livingston Street in Gaithersburg. The car then crashed and the suspects ran off, but officers later caught up with the teenagers and arrested them on auto theft charges. Police say the car they were driving was stolen in D.C. Montgomery County detectives have been on alert in response to a rash of thefts of Hyundais and Kias. Older models have been the targets of thieves nationwide because of a TikTok challenge that's gone viral. For the second day in a row, flights out of one of the terminals at JFK in New York were disrupted because of a power outage. A power disruption at JFK's Terminal 1 is still impacting travel more than 24 hours later. An electrical panel malfunction caused a fire shutting the terminal down. Airport officials are waiting for a part to arrive to complete full repairs. The outage is impacting dozens of flights and, of course, is frustrating travelers. We had our vacation planned and we have hotels that are booked and they're not giving us our money back. This is the busiest city in the world. How do they not have a backup plan for this? Good question. The Port Authority says it expects to reopen Terminal 1 tomorrow with limited operations. WCBS-TV's Dick Brennan. Money News 25 and 55. We'll go to Jeff Claybaugh. The Dow gained 130 points Friday, but the Nasdaq lost 69. DoorDash had its best quarter ever last quarter, delivering 467 million meals, up 12% from a year ago. DraftKings had record revenue last quarter on its sports betting app that was almost double a euro. The D.C. area ranks among top metros for co-working spaces in the suburbs. 69% of the 160 co-working spaces here are. Jeff Claybaugh. WTOP News. Money News brought to you by Sleep Number. Discover life-changing sleep. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 limited edition smart bed. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Locally, we have closely been following the trial of a former Pentagon police officer accused of shooting two men to death that he was accusing of committing crimes in the parking lot of his apartment building. 
Well, there's been a mistrial declared tonight. We'll have all the latest on how that came about next on WTOP. The BMW i4 M50. It's 100% electric and 100% BMW. Experience the power of over 500 horses stampeding at a whisper as BMW M-engineered handling takes you through every twist and turn. The complete suite of intuitive technology keeps you connected. The pure performance keeps your heart racing. The BMW i4 M50. Silence has never said so much. BMW, the ultimate electric driving machine. Hurry into the BMW President's Day sales event and lease an i4 iDrive 35 for $4.99 per month. Replacing an aging heating and cooling system is easier than you 